0: Share a testimony. You don't have to be a camper or a student. You can be a chaperone, a youth leader, a pastor. So if anybody would like to be first, I would be happy to come and give you this microphone. So who would like to get things started? Sometimes when the first person gets things started, it's easier for others to take the microphone and share what's on their heart. So is there anyone? Anyone? Yes. All right, yeah. and, and, and when we give you the microphone, tell us your name and where you're from. Right. Hey guys, uh, I'm Isaiah. I'm from
1: Indiana, Pennsylvania. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just want to encourage everybody, uh, in James chapter 4, the Bible says, uh, draw near to God and He will draw near to you. And I just encourage everybody to do that because it's by far the best decision you'll make in your life.
0: Awesome. Okay, there was someone else over here too, somebody else, yes, come on, And this is one of the good spies, Caleb.
2: My name's Caleb, I'm from Indiana, Pennsylvania, um, I'm 22 and I've been coming here since I was 13. And I've never given a testimony before, but nine years of being with the youth from Greater Grace Baltimore and four years of Bible College have impacted my life. Um, I cannot tell you how vitally important it is for you to take time in your day to take God seriously, to put your phone away, to calm yourself and trust Him for 10 minutes a day. Um, God has worked amazing things in my life. I've met so many people that I never would have met without greater grace without Christ working in my heart and um, I just think of recently I've been thinking about Revelation 22 when it speaks of a river of life that flows out of Mount Zion and the last verses in the Bible are still saying come drink from the water come it's a plea and I was standing on someone's porch the other day knocking on their door, and they kind of cracked the window, and I was pleading with them, hey, did you know Christ died for you? Christ loves you. And they said, isn't that what Easter's about? And they slammed the, the window on me, and I was, like, so brokenhearted. Like, I'm pleading with this person, come to Jesus. Come. Like, He's he loves you. He died for you. He rose for you. He loves you. He wants you. And it's rejected, and that, I don't know if that planted a seed or if that person is going to go to hell when they die. But I'm telling you right now, and I can speak from years of experience, that without God, you'll never reach your full potential, and you'll never be satisfied. I can say that I am going there, and I am satisfied with Christ. So
1: I encourage you. Amen.
3: Thank you, Caleb.
0: Good work. Okay. Yes, come on over.
3: All right. I am Jimmy, and I'm from Indiana, Pennsylvania. So I was born into a Christian family. <laughs> I know, right? My, both sets of my grandparents are pastors, and um, so I've been in church all my life. But that is not enough. It's literally, it has to be personal. So, in 2008, I went to Turkey Ridge Bible Camp in West Virginia. And I heard preaching, and for the first time, it was real to me. And it will get real to you. I promise. Um, And so, I I committed my life to the Lord. I got saved. Life has been great. You know, I've probably sinned more after I got saved. Than what I did before, because <laughs> I was like eight, you know, I gotta be real. <laughs> but like uh, it, it's an adventure and the Lord will help you through it. So and and I'm just I cannot stress enough, just because you were born in a in a Christian family, went to church your whole entire childhood, it means absolutely nothing till you make that personal choice. Amen. And that's just what I'm gonna say. That's awesome.
0: Woo! Great, great testimony. Thank you. <laughs> All right, anyone else? Uh, these, these are great.
4: If I burst into flames, pray for me?
0: <laughs> anyone else who wants to be next? <laughs> yes. All right.) Be- okay
5: Uh, thank you guys love you guys so much really and uh, just wanted to let you guys know that if there are words said in the message uh, just thinking uh, uh, Pastor Love over and over said the word Christ said the word cross mentioned the word Holy Spirit and I want to say it's okay if you're not getting an understanding of what these words mean. Um, but I would really just ask you guys, well, first let me tell you that the Holy Spirit is living in you. If you believe in, if you believe in God and, and praise God that many of us here do. And at that immediate f- faith, the, the Spirit of God comes into you personally. And I think as you're sitting in these meetings, these words, Christ, fellowship, um, I mean, Redeemer, Savior, christ like words that you hear growing up in church ministry that might go in one ear and out the other. But praise God that the, the Spirit of God is living in us and that these words are actually like piercing your soul and i just wanted to tell you guys that if you simply ask god this little prayer like god i hear this word grace every day in christian school i hear the word mercy a lot from the pastor but like pray the simple prayer god show me what that means in my life and i and i can't, like I, i'm telling you he will take you by your name like he will he will call you by your name and he will say like, Cameron Buckmaster, I'm going to show you my grace because I know that holy, like, that the Spirit of God is living in you. And he will show you his grace, and, and he will make these words a part of your daily life. So just these simple prayers, God, show me your grace, can really like build that spirit in you, and it will go on and on from there. So it's just so, so simple. Just give God a little chance, a little prayer. It can even happen this weekend. God, show me what the finished work means. Show me what the cross means. And it can start like in your bunk bed at night. It can start tonight. God, really, I want to know you. Like, get like, even if you like don't even want to know God, say, God, give me the desire to know you. These are prayers that will change your life. And praise God. Amen. Thank
0: you. you. Good word.
6: Yeah, just just to go along with it, what you said, I today I was down, I was working down in southern Maryland, setting up a, an event for work, and uh, there was a a girl that came out. I was at a mall. She was throwing the trash out, and I said, "How you doing?" She said, "Great." She said, "Great." How are you doing? I said, "I'm blessed," and just said, "I just said I'm blessed," and she said, "And highly favored." And I said, "I said, yeah, by the Lord Jesus Christ." And, you know, I, I and she looked at me and she just smiled. She said, wow. She said, that was amazing. She said, you have no idea how much I needed to hear that name. Just the name, Lord Jesus Christ. And, you know, Paul said in Romans 10, if thou wilt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus Christ, believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be delivered. And And like what you just said. Mr. Yanowski Is these words Are so powerful That we're so familiar with them Grace, mercy But just saying The name Lord Jesus Christ When you can't even pray I, I've had times When I can't even pray And I just say his name Over and over It's so powerful And if you can't even pray If you can't even Don't even know how Just say Just in our heart Lord jesus christ when you're overwhelmed with details you're walking down the street you're confused just say his name lord jesus christ thank you for the cross like we heard tonight lord thank you for your blood your blood your precious blood these words i I, i'm so stirred up with what you just said Uh, that's so true we they're living words amen
0: anyone else
4: short thing two well short two things first is according with what Tommy was saying you can dare god to be real a lot of times it's hard because we don't see god and it's so abstract but if your prayer can't be like god do this god do that or god i love you because it's too abstract then how about prove yourself true so I know how to follow right and the second thing is that God calls things that are not as though they are you have no idea what God is bringing you you have no idea what your journey is no matter what you're going through no matter what it's not even important what you're going through because God is, God is using all of it for what He's calling to be true, even though you can't see it. You have no idea.
1: Hey guys, Dave from Baltimore. Um, so I wanted to share two things with you guys that's really important. And I really hope you're all listening because this actually changed my life. Um, one of the things is that in John eleven, uh oh thanks. You're great. Um I'm gonna use this in a second, I'll let you know. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, in John eleven, it's the story of Lazarus, and um he died. And Jesus felt like he 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 knows everything is happening, and he doesn't go to him, he doesn't he doesn't perform another one of his many miracles that he could have um, and, like, why not? It's just another time for him to show his glory and to show how amazing he is. But he didn't. And I—he did he didn't because he wanted to prove a point to Mary and Martha, and he wanted to prove a point to you guys, and he wanted to prove a point to all of us. And it's that we don't understand our God, and we don't know what he's capable of. Um, Martha, it's funny, Zane preached a message about this a couple months ago when we were in Canada together. Um, and he he titled the message, jokingly, he titled it, Lord, He Stinketh. And um, Mar- uh, Martha Martha's is, is it Martha or Mary that says it to him? Do you know? One of the, that says, like, Lord, He Stinketh. Yeah. Was it Martha, I think, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, he's been dead for quite a few days. He stinks, like, and it's, that's such a silly thing to say to a God who created the world. He created you. He put a soul in you. He sparked life inside of your body. And what What are we saying to him? Like, Lord, you can't, like, w- look, like, all of you have a story. What is your situation right now? You all have crap going on. And I love what Marty said. It doesn't matter. And for some reason, we decide to make it matter more than our God. And we say, Lord, it stinketh. Like, what can he do? And also, like, that's like part A. And like, part B is like, like, how about this? Oh, I could use that light now. Yeah. Thanks. Um, Luke 12, 30, uh, where'd it go? 32. Well, I'll start a little bit earlier, actually. Um, and do not seek what you will eat and what you will drink. And do not keep worrying for all these things, all the nations of the world eagerly seek. But your Father knows that you need these things. But seek his kingdom, and these things will be added to you. And this is the part that's like, wow, it's... And verse 32, do not be afraid, little flock, for your father has chosen gladly to give you the kingdom. And like another version that I really love, it says, it's his pleasure to give you the kingdom. And what does that mean? It means that like those situations, a lot of the times we hear that like, you know, like things are bad, but you know, God is good. And God, like spiritually, we can like brave it with him. But also God cares about your situations that you might have forsaken a long time ago, a broken family. It's huge. So many of us nowadays have broken families, and it's really hard. And so many of us have broken friendships through stupid decisions, decisions, and things like this. But like, don't, don't think that God has given up on things that you have given up on. He has not. It's His pleasure to give you the kingdom. He loves you guys a lot. And like, don't say to the Lord like. I, I realized uh, one example of many things that's been happening in my life in the last couple of years. My father, he, um, my parents divorced when I was nine years old, and he left. And then this last fall, all of a sudden, he's back. And there was, I, I, um, I had given up. I had given up on the situation. And I said to God, Lord, like, it's funny, it's funny, but like, Lord, it stinketh like like, this situation is over. I don't believe that you want to give me the kingdom. But he does. I know all of you guys can be thinking right now of a situation in your life. he It's his pleasure. He loves you, and he's going through it with you. He—he he, he, Like, we have to have faith in our God who built this planet and built the stars with his words. He loves you so much. And even though, like... We all have things like what was said tonight, like, like things that we like think are getting in the way of us and God, and like, things that we know are wrong, but we keep going back to it, like a dog going back to its vomit. Disgusting, yeah. It's like we we keep going back to it, and it's like we maybe we've given up on that. Don't give up. Don't give up on God. He is very powerful. He's all powerful, omnipotent. He can do anything, if we let him. If we let him into our lives, um, yeah. Let's, let, let, this weekend, let's leave with something from our God. He, 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 we are all here, whether it's out of routine from coming every year or someone made us go, like our parents or something. But no, like God puts you here, every single one of you. And he has something very special to tell you this weekend. So let's just listen.
0: Did, was there someone over here that was going to share something? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, come on over. If if the if the um, if the forecast that we're being told is accurate, which is to the minute, then the skies are going to open up here in about seven or eight minutes. So, just giving you a heads up, Tamika. Okay. Um,
7: hi, my name is Chica. I'm from Baltimore. Um something that's honestly true is that we really do underestimate god because god is like already a big topic like as it is and it's hard to think that like somebody so powerful can like really focus and truly have a relationship with somebody like so small as us because like there's a billion people in the world but yet he's only focused on you and he's worried about your well-being and he planned a future for you and he made you and yet like he cares about you and Something that really keeps me going is, and I've told Coach Jen this, of course. um, She's my basketball mom. She says, um, I said, seek ye first the kingdom of God, and all things shall be added afterwards. And something that I'm realizing is that we always make God like a last resort. Like, it's kind of like, okay, I'll do it. If I can't do it myself, then I'll go to God later on. It's never like, oh, I'm going to go to God first, then see what I can do. We always put him last. And like they've said i don't want to kind of like make this long but like they said it's like there's really nothing that you can't ask god even if it's just prove to me that you're real or prove to me that you can do this for me or make a way out of no way because god has made a plan for all of us and even if it's just like you going up to somebody and saying god he loves you or giving somebody a track like you're doing something to his ministry and he smiles and he has pleasure in everything that you do for him so yeah
0: awesome thank you thank you that's beautiful alright one more one more one more before we yes I was just thinking about what Caleb said about um, being satisfied and if there's anything I've, I've been learning it's that um, satisfaction only comes through God um, we can search for satisfaction in the world and we can search for something but You're never going to find it. You can work on yourself and try to fix yourself, but you'll always be working. The work will never stop. But with God, he can fix us and he can satisfy us, and he really is the only one who can leave us eternally satisfied, the only one who can leave us without ever wanting more. Amen to that. All right. How about another one? Yes. Coming on through here.
8: Um, hi, guys. My name's Manny. This is my first year here, and I think this is really cool what you guys are doing. Uh, I come from Indiana, and a little over a year ago, I moved from Chicago, Illinois, and um, when I was seven in kindergarten, which is, this is kind of awkward, Um, I kind of tried to share the gospel with one of my friends, and she kind of turned me away, but um, my point is here is my I was talking to my friend the other day, and he's he was talking about how he was sharing the gospel, the gospel with some of, some other girl, and that she kind of turned it away, and we kind of got in a conversation of how that'll affect some, that could affect her and somehow lead her to Jesus later in life. Um. I hope that my friend. Can sometimes think, in the, uh, sometime soon, she could think about what I told her, and that could help her lead to, uh, lead her to become saved, be saved, and yeah, your words can have a great effect on somebody else, whether or not it's sooner or later, and yeah, that's all I Amen. want to say. Beautiful.
4: Amen.